Hey guys, welcome back to Talks with Maria, a personal development and mommy blog and podcast. Today's episode is number 63, where we discuss the value of time. Please remember to check out my mommy blog, TalksWithMaria.com, and the Boss Mom Mentality, available on Amazon. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, and let's begin. Hey guys, I wanted to talk about something that has been on my mind for some time and it is the last principle on the Boss Mom Mentality book that I have uh, written and it's published and available on Amazon. It is titled The Boss Mom Mentality and it's a set of core values and principles that a boss mom embodies and practices on a daily basis. Now, I am crazy about personal development, as you can see here. Um, And one of the biggest things that I've actually learned is that for some odd reason, it seems like, okay, so I'm 33 years old, and as a child, it seems like time cannot go any faster right we just want to grow up so fast and we want to experience everything so fast and we want to be a certain age so we can ride whatever uh, ride is available at the theme park or heights Um, we want to be at a certain age so we can start driving Um, We want to be at a certain age so we can start drinking um, or we can start accessing different things after we turn uh, 18 or 25 years old. At a young age, it seems like time is something we want to go by faster. And then in my 20s, I noticed that time was going by just fine. Like I was it wasn't going by too fast or too slow. Um, but what I had issues with was money. You know, I had money conversations. And when I mean conversations, I mean in my head. I have, I have this conversation in my head about how much money I don't have or how many bills I need to pay and that I haven't paid or how many this that I need to um, take care of and I don't have the uh, financial backing to take care of. Um, so... In my 20s, time was fine, money was lacking. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm now experiencing this really strong feeling of time fleeting from me. And it's really frustrating because I really, you know, it's one of those things where I I was listening to the podcast from Jordan Harbinger where and Jordan Harbinger is the, the uh, speaker and host of uh, a podcast uh, called, before he was a part of it, called The Art of Charm. And it was a personal development podcast. Initially, it was a dating uh, for men podcast. And then it, it um, had its change to personal development. And then he branched off and started his own podcast titled The Jordan Harbinger Show about personal development and he interviews, you know, uh, really famous or um, just high qualified writers and 
thought leaders in the personal development industry or even in different industries that they are just successful and they came from nothing kind of um, types of interviews. So he interviewed um, someone who she's an author, Susan David, um, author of the book titled Emotional Agility. And she talks about how emotions are guideposts to us. And I reference this in the emotion in the book title in my book, The Boss Mom Mentality under Emotional Resilience and Self-Awareness section. Um, I talk about it and the book and how it's impacted the way I view my emotions. And Susan David says that emotions are guideposts to our values. So if we experience a high level of emotion, uh, if it's a positive level of emotion, um, that means our values are being met, you know, things are on the groove, it's in alignment, we're happy. But if our emotions are down and feelings of negativity arise, our values are not being met and we are not living essentially the kind of life we ultimately want. So she gives an example about how, you know, a mom who is not a mom, just a parent who's an entrepreneur who works constantly, doesn't spend a lot of time with their children and feels guilty about it. And instead of actually spending time with their children, he buys them toys or you know, takes them on trips once in a while, but not consistently actually spending time and is consumed by his career. So he still feels guilty, He, but he just masks it with things, you know, or once a year trips. Um, and it's it, the value here that he finds important that is not being met that his life is not meeting is the value of quality time with his loved ones and in this case his children and therefore it's creating a level of guilt in his mind and you know if you you know guilt if you know personal development you know that kind of feeling the feeling of guilt is really a detrimental feeling when you are trying to be a productive human being if you're trying to achieve high goals, you know, guilt and shame are one of the lowest energy vibrations based on a book titled Power Versus Force. I forgot the um the uh the um author. I think it's by someone by the last name of Hawkins, but in this book he talks about the calibrations of different energy. The highest one being um love. And, uh, you know, there's the neutral, um, I don't remember what the neutral feelings were, um, content maybe is the neutral, but the lowest energy vibration is shame and the one next to that is guilt. So, you know, when I was listening to Susan David talk about how our emotions are guideposts to our core values and the example of this man who is not living within his core values because he is working so much and his career is pretty much taken over his life 
and his core value of quality time with his loved ones is not taking place in his life and he feels guilty for it you know and he feels guilty for it um it probably affects his production and it affects the children you know in ways that we won't see now but it'll affect the way they show up in their own lives in their own adult lives and for me you know time is such a valuable asset more valuable than money and um you know the the 90% of america leverages their time and they make an hourly wage depending on um the kind of business they're in but 90% of america get paid based on how many hours they work and then there's the 10% who leverage their actual talent and get paid in that essence so they'll create something or they know what their asset is and they figure out a way for their asset to be sold instead of using leveraging their actual time um you know time times how many uh whatever your hourly wage is and when i was a child i remember the most important memory i've had as a child was that i was alone a lot my mom worked she was a housekeeper and i remember feeling like where is everyone you know where why do i feel so lonely and at as a 7 or 8 year old that's really awful you know and i never want and i get choked up about it because it's true at that time that's how i felt and now that my kids are reaching that age i never want them to feel alone and that's why i try so hard to do all of this so that i can leverage whatever talent i have and it's so stupid that i'm crying on here and who knows who even listens to this but anyway the point of it is that i'm having like major time conversation like i don't want to replicate you know just working so much and not being present for my children and then them having memories of their childhood like where is everyone and why do i feel so alone you know and i've never told my mom that um i don't even know if it's worth telling her but it's it's definitely left a huge mark in the person i am today you know and it's allowed me to really get into like my mind you know being alone as a child is like uh, it, it's really forced me to be observant of the adults around me and then like almost like regurgitating that in words when i when i would journal you know as soon as i started actually knowing how to write and um putting sentences together and like making uh, words actually make sense 
I think I started doing that at about 12 years old in sixth grade. I, I would just journal, you know. Actually, no, I initially started writing um, uh, song verses. And I think that taught me how to put sentences together was when I was writing song verses. And I noticed that I didn't really enjoy writing song verses because it wasn't necessarily like about whatever I was going through. In fact, it was just whatever I had listened to in the radio. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it, I think it is a blessing that, that I had gone through that because now I'm trying so hard to figure out a way where I can have more time with my family and I, I can have just more freedom with my five-year-old who's starting kindergarten you know and it really like fucking sucks that I have to spend eight hours of my day working for someone else you know granted it's providing you know paying my bills I I'm so gracious and appreciative of that but it really really does um, take time away from me actually creating what I want to create, which is write more books. You know, I want to, I have so many book ideas and I already have them written out in paper. I have a word doc. It's just frustrating that it's really moving at a snail's pace, you know, and you know, it's just, it's uh, time for me right now as a 33 year old mom it just seems like there's so much more to lose now you know because before it was like alright so I couldn't pay for shit the worst thing that could happen is my car gets repossessed I lose my apartment and I have to move with someone else and I have to catch rides somewhere to places and my credit is shit which all literally happened to me in my 20s and I am now at like 700 credit score with like $40,000 available credit to my name so it doesn't even matter if that happened to me because it's all fixable and it's just now that time is passing by and I have children I just don't think I can get this time back with my children and you know I don't I don't necessarily even enjoy my mental state. I just, I feel like I'm really coming from a place of like, fuck, I need to wake up at five in the morning to write a thousand words today, you know, instead of before I go to work at eight and, and be there for eight hours. And then at five to five 30, I'm driving home. And then from there, I either have the kids, we all go to the gym, or they have they go to the gym, and then at that time, I'm just rushing around trying to fucking organize the house so that when they get home, it's not a shit show. And then, you know, and then I'm left with, what, five minutes to actually sit in front of my computer and write after I've organized the house. It's just, literally, that's how I feel like my days have been going. You know, and then I find my little time that I do have on the weekends. And those are far and few between because I still have a partner to love up on. And I still, you know, have a family to spend time with. 
and it's it, it it has been you know being an entrepreneur and doing some side projects is probably one of the most challenging things that I've ever had to do while having a family while having a full-time job and and the only reason why I'm doing this is because yes it is my passion and I've done this I've attempted this two times in the past and I know I'm probably if I do ever give up which I'll never give up I'm probably going to return to it in five years so I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing it's just I want the results now I know it's stupid it's like the dumbest thing it's like you got to keep working at it and I'm making progress I mean I had my first book published it's just I really would like to just put more time I just you know the 24 hours in a day is like I don't know I guess I would never have known that this is what the challenge I would face at this point in my life and I can't really even talk to anyone about it because I don't have anyone around me that is doing what I'm doing or even is venturing into this kind of stuff where it's like you're creating your own shit you know, and you're hoping shit takes off or you're hoping shit gets traction and you're creating and you're creating and you're creating, you're putting it out, you're creating and you're putting it out. And it's like, when's the traction going to happen? You know, and, and how much do I have to get on this pinwheel and actually run on this, this rat race until eventually this, this wheel that I'm on turns into a, a sandy beach where I'm running on the sandy beach instead I don't know when that will be and it is just frustrating like I'm having such time issues and I don't even know how to get over this whole time thing like and I'm not even old like I'm 30 fucking three years old I'm still in my prime Uh, my health is great I just I already want five books published like yesterday so I'm sorry for all of that authentic shit (laughs) and my tears. I don't even know who listens to this. Um, If you are a listener, I want to send you my love. If you are a listener for real, that means you really enjoy personal development the way I do. Maybe you're an upcoming author. Maybe you want to follow your passion. You don't know what that is. Um, But whatever that is, keep doing it. You know, and I'm going through this, like, issue, but I'm not going to allow this to stop me. I'm just kind of venting right now. So, I don't really know what the point of this show, this actual segment is. Um, Maybe I can just title it, um, My Issues with Time in My 30s. How about that? Um, Anyway, if you have any questions, if you have any feedback, if you want to talk shit to me about me crying, please do so. Talkswithmaria.com. My email is maria at talkswithmaria.com or info at talkswithmaria.com. I check both inboxes. So uh, I will talk to you guys again soon. And thank you so much. And I hope your ears didn't burn as I was crying. (laughs) Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to subscribe, like, and share. If you have any questions or collaboration requests, please send a message to maria at talkswithmaria.com.